Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and we're bringing you these teachings as a part of Inspiring Better Business, IBB Talks. Today I'm going to talk about managing by numbers, and more elaborately, managing your business by numbers, managing your jobs by numbers. You see, when you're, especially when you're getting started in a business, you, you do a lot of managing by feeling. And feelings are very deceptive, or can be deceptive. And even as you go along in life and go along in your business, you can learn that, hey, I feel like doing this, and I look like this, and looks like everything's going fine. Uh, my sight is, uh, I've, got, uh, I've got a good feel for it. Or uh, it just looks good. Or I think things are going well. Well, those are mistakes that you've got to overcome. Yeah, they have a part to play. They should bring a, a caution or a warning if something's not right. But you shouldn't manage by feeling. Managing by numbers is where you've got to go when you're uh, owning and operating a business. Well, let's talk about two kinds of businesses, both a service business and a product you sell. Those are two types of businesses. And then let's talk about the different phases of a business growth, like when you're getting started and when you're getting bigger and then even when you're quite big as a business. Now, let's talk with uh, the, the subject of, of managing your business by knowing and operating your numbers when you're uh, providing a product, a product for someone. You're, you're providing cakes to sell. You're, you're providing uh, 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 vegetables in a garden. You're providing uh, pies or, or restaurant or something like that where you have a product and that you're making it and selling that. Well, at first, you want to experiment. I've always told people you've got to do a lot of experimenting even before you start your business. And when you're starting and you're going, uh, experiment around. That should be done. That's another subject. And you're ready to kind of lock in to maybe now starting my business after a lots of experimenting. By the way, while you're experimenting, you probably need a job someplace else. You need income coming from someplace else to pay your ba basic uh, bills. But that's another subject. Now, you're providing this product. Let's say it's a, a, a cake. Well, you should measure out the amount of ingredients that it takes to make a batch of cakes. How much flour, how much sugar, how much salt, how much seasoning, every little thing, every little piece. And you measure it. You get a little scale and you measure it. And you know how much you paid for each one of those things by the pound or by the ounce or whatever measure you want to use. You paid so many dollars per pound or shillings per ounce or whatever. And then you must decide and measure how much of each one of those ingredients went in to making that batch of cakes. And then you've got to count and say that batch of cakes makes a hundred biscuits or, 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 or whatever you're making. And now you've come up with the numbers related to every single cake, every single piece. Let's take pizza, something like pizza. Or in the United States, let's take a hamburger. If you're going to sell a hamburger, you need to know what the bun costs. You need to know what the, the, the meat costs. Of course, that's very important. If you add cheese, what does the cheese cost? What does the pickles cost? What does the mustard or ketchup cost you? You know, there's a very famous uh, hamburger store all around the world called McDonald's. And I'll guarantee you, they're allowed to put only two pickles, not three, or three pickles, not four. The person making that hamburger knows not to put an extra pickle because somebody upline knows how much the cost of each pickle is. And then you put your, your numbers together, add it together, and that's your cost of goods. 
Now, of course, you have your sale price, and then we're going to skip way over a bunch of other things that would be your overhead. That's the cost of being in business. But to start with, you need to know what your basic cost of goods are related to the actual sale of that item. And you're probably going to have to be, uh, uh, at that point, you probably can't put any more than 40 or 50 percent into that, sometimes even 20 percent. I mean, let me tell you, if you add up all the ingredients of a meal, you probably can't have more than about 30 or 40 percent. I, I don't know the numbers because you have so much other overhead involved before you can actually make a profit. That's kind of another subject. Well, let's talk about a service. Well, in services, you are usually uh, selling mostly time. Well, you're selling your time and other people's time. So you've got to ask yourself, even if you're the person doing all the work, is what would be a fair wage for me? What would be the fair cost of my time? In other words, if I wasn't here and I needed to hire somebody to do exactly what I'm doing, what would be that cost? Well, of course, then you might have some products related. You might have some service items. You might have, you might have if you're a plumber, I mean, you might sell some, some plumbing supplies. When each one of those has a cost that you bought it, like a product. It's a mixture of product and service. And then you need to know what you're selling it for. So I'm not going into detail into each item. I'm just telling you, you must know your numbers in order to run your, run your business. Well, let's talk about numbers at a higher level. When you make all of your uh, sales for the day, then you could count the amount of profit that came in for the day and the amount of expense that came in for the day. Again, this is probably in the category we call cost of goods. It doesn't include overhead at this time. The overhead's there, but you need to know what your cost of goods that day was, or your cost of service that day. And then you need to compare and know and monitor that and check on that and be sure you're in line with what's a good cost on that. Well, then you add the days together and you could look at it on a week, but, but for sure you need to look at it at every month. That month, what was my cost of goods when I added up all managed by knowing your numbers and you added up all of the, the, the products you bought, all of the, 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 the direct labor that you consumed, you put a number in for you if you were working there and you were, uh, were, were uh, uh, doing the labor, you need to put that number in there because unless you're willing to do this as a hobby or this is the, a business that that's all you're do, doing, just one person working, uh, then that's a service business. That's a contractor. It's really, it is a business owner, but it's a contractor. If that person is just, just all they're doing is painting uh, uh, the, the fence and they're the only one painting the fence, they've got a job. That's what it really is. So what, at the end of the month, though, you need to add all of those together, the job costing of each one individual ingredient. Of course, that's all added together, and you know your numbers for the month of your, your, your cost of goods and your, your revenue that came in, and the difference would be what you have your net after cost of goods, and now you're being able to manage it, but there's where you start adding in your overhead. The things that had to happen just to be in business. The things that you need, like uh, maybe advertising. Maybe you're in a, an office or a building and you pay rent or you have utilities or you have things that, that are not directly related to that batch size, that job size. Well, let me go uh, as an example here on myself. 
I'm a pretty good numbers guy, but I'm embarrassed to say I took my eye off my numbers in my own business. And I was busy doing these reports for you and, and talking to you, and I wasn't watching my numbers so close. I thought everything was looking good. I, I, I looked around, everyone was working, but you know what? They weren't actually producing at the rate that I thought they did, could produce or were producing. They kind of slacked off. You better believe it. In a kind way, we use the term, bend our culture back to line it up, but don't break everybody's spirit. We're getting our numbers back in line so I can be profitable, real profitable, so that I can do this and more. Well, I hope this is helpful to you. I hope you enjoy listening to Inspiring Better Business Talks. We thank you 